Hey guys, welcome, and uh, we're talking about EI, and we're talking about Nero, and talking about leadership styles. I want to talk a little bit about the 360 and the value of it, and what is the, what, and why should I do it? You should. And I think, I think the ultimate ultimate is the EQ 360, which uh, um, the two top ones that as as of the time of this recording are uh, the one by Baron B A R dash O N. He's an, uh, he's a, uh, an Israeli. Uh, uh, researcher, and also the one by Goldman. Um, those are the top of the line. So let me start with 360 first. A 360 is um, a report done by you, by others on you. That's why it's called 360. It's for those above you, like you know your bosses and supervisors and directors, those below you in the org chart, the people you're directing or managing, and those lateral to you, like they, they're in the same uh, level but they're in different departments or parts. And then also, most of them have sections for people in your life, like um, your family or your friends or whatever. Um, I've had on myself extremely helpful. So uh, EQ, I'll get, I'll get to the EQ part, but the 360 is basically, before they went to EQ 360 and combined them, the 360 was just to say, none of us are objective. You know, Psalm 139, in verses 23 and 24, David says, search me and know me and try my anxious heart and see if there be any hurtful ways in me and lead me in the everlasting way. We have blind spots, right? And so um, this helps a person to see how they're coming across in their task and their success. Because uh, you might think, gosh, I'm a rock star and getting reports in. It says you find that five out of five people say you're always late. Well, there's a question you've got to answer. Or um, you tend to solve problems well. You find that you're sort of not good at solving problems. Or you find that you're better at solving problems than you thought. It can go either more positive than you think or or not as positive as you think. Um, because you fill it out for yourself. So you've got the baseline of what your distorted perception of yourself is. And then people chime in when they give their little reports. And it's all, it should be anonymous. Because if not anonymous and you, and you can trace it back to the person, they're going to lie on it and kind of what we call faking good in my, in my world, the clinical world. You fake good as to, you know, to even not have somebody mad at you. That doesn't do you any good. So that was really helpful. Um, uh, then came EQ360, which was kind of a beautiful thing, where now you put down how you think you relate in those aspects we've talked about before, how you're aware of your emotions and manage them, how you're aware of others' emotions and manage those, and you rate yourself, you know, how am I in touch with my emotions, yes or no, and then to what level, and how do I handle my emotions, do I split them off and repress them, or do I give in to them and, you know, cathart all over the place and have a gestalt experience, um, and how do I manage other people's emotions? Do I allow them to speak? Do I just turn to a counseling session? Do I trigger their emotions? And, and so now you get the responses on your emotional, you know, in-touchness and managedness um, from those other people in your life, and that's what I think is the best because now you find out what your real growth areas are, not just in your task and how you're performing. Um, other thing to realize is that, um, is that you really can, it's really good because it gives you skills to get better at that. You know, with IQ, guys, you can't change IQ very much. I don't know. I eat a lot of salmon, but I haven't seen my IQ go up very much. I don't think it really increases. It's sort of like hardwired with a few little differences. EQ, you can go from a low number to a pretty high number if you diligently do the work. And the really good ones, like the two I mentioned, they have these skills, work on these skills. It becomes your homework assignment, your team's homework assignment, your client's homework assignment to work on, and I've seen it come up. I would love to do one, I've been thinking about this for myself, just do one every year, beginning of the year and then halfway through the year, say every six months, maybe every year, I'm not sure, maybe twice a year, 
and see if I'm really growing in those areas, just because it's, the research is pretty darn good. So um, yes, do it. Do it if you're a coach. Do it if you're a consultant. Do it if you own a business, if you're a pastor. Do it if you're a family person, because to combine the anonymity and the honesty uh, and get real reality is really helpful. Now, a lot of us are going to go into the shame place because we have these judges, you know, the shame person, the shame voice in our head, the judge says that you're, dis you're, you're too disqualified to be loved. Um, use that as a diagnosis. If, if you've been avoiding that with yourself, um, probably means there's a judge in your head and you've got to deal with that judge because, remember, if you live in grace and live in relationships, reality is your friend. Reality is your best friend, even negative reality because now you know what to change. So don't like go for the positive affirmation of everything you are. You might have an emotional cancer or you might have an emotional stuckness that you want to deal with. So face it. Know that you're loved, that the love you're in is bigger than the, love you're, than the lack of love you're feeling. The object of life is not to be good enough to be loved, but to be loved enough. And if you're loved enough, you'll go be good. So keep that in mind. Very, very helpful stuff. Stay with the research like I always say, but it's good stuff. All right, have a good class today.